Don't you love him tonight? Pastor Moore's coming. Bless him in the name of Jesus with might and power, God. Give it unto the Lord tonight. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. What a mighty God we serve in this house tonight. None like unto him or beside him. Man, there's no savior outside of him. There's no other name given. And he's the one that created the lilies and the valleys and everything else. Man, and if he's for you, who can be against you? Appreciate your church. Appreciate your giving and commitment and sacrifice to the work of the Lord and the kingdom of God. Let me say thanks on behalf of the Daniel family and Sister Lynn for yesterday, the uh, preparing of the meal. Those that's able to be here and help come and serve, God bless you. Double honor to you for taking out that time. And uh, I know time's precious to everybody. And it's slipping away on us. And uh, But bless you tonight. And thank you for being here tonight. I'm not going to try to hold you long. Amen. But I have got a little thought I'd like to leave us with here tonight. Matthew 7 and 7. Uh, it's just a little thought here tonight, and we've actually practiced some of it already here tonight. Amen. I mentioned uh, a little of this to somebody just in the last few days, and it's about seeking, seeking. I think one of the biggest mistakes that we might make, even as apostolics, is Almost kind of get to a place, especially after receiving the Holy Ghost and baptizing Jesus' name. And we get a little comfortable knowing a few scriptures and things of that nature that we quit seeking Him. And seeking His calling and election and place and opportunities to be about His business. Amen. Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh, amen, findeth. And to him that knocketh, it shall be opened. Everyone. Everyone. When you begin to seek him, and when you begin to knock when you begin to ask, and you do it with honesty, and you do it with sincerity, and you do it with a passion and a hunger and a thirst, that's probably the next, next biggest mistake we make. We don't stay hungry enough and thirsty enough for the things of God and the will of God and the power of God. And, and to see that also to happen in others and in their lives and and so willing to pay this price and seek out the hand and the favor of God to help us. Lord, we love you tonight and appreciate you. So thankful for this opportunity to be in this house. We pray in God that you would anoint our minds and our hearts, our spirit. Help us as your vessel in this house tonight to bring forth your word. To bring it forth in a manner and a way that it could be received and understood. And applied into our hearts and our souls, our minds and our spirit. It's your freshness, it's your anointing that we want. That we've already felt in this house tonight. I believe some has already received, amen, a touch. And, and the heart, of your, your heart, your touch in their lives here tonight. To move upon their behalf and help them. We're going to give you all the glory and the praise and honor in this house tonight. In Jesus' name we pray.
Lord bless you and you may be seated. Seek God. Anybody ever played hide and seek? Man, at one time, and they still do it. In fact, you know, the younger ones, man, they want to do it at the house. You know, play, come on, let's play hide and seek. Amen. Sometimes you can kind of trick them. Amen. You count to ten and you say, are you ready? Yeah. I said, okay. (laughs) It kind of gives you a good idea where they went. Amen. And, uh. We've all played it. In fact, my wife, and I don't know how we, but uh, I had this thought already on my mind. And just, I believe it was yesterday or day before. And I don't know how we got on the topic, but uh, we got talking about dogs. Anyway, she said, you remember Coke Coke said, Heath and, and Brooke said they were just little things. And you could get Coco to stay with you and they would go hide. And he loved it. Man, Coco, and this is a dog I'm talking about. But this dog loved it. Man, he'd go find them. She said, man, she said, it didn't take him long, hardly any time to find them, you know. And, oh, he just thought it was the grandest thing, and they did too. And so, but anyways, seek and, and hide, you know. And, and um, but, but tonight we're going to see, uh, we're going to look at a few scriptures tonight. Because God is not in the business of hiding from us. God didn't do this in some cavern somewhere, in some cave, and off in a corner somewhere. Now I understand and you understand tonight that we're looking through a darkly glass and and always to know his voice and to know his perfect will and what direction that he really wants us to take and and how to go about to accomplish some things and to achieve some things. And and so that that desire in us, amen, to seek him out. To know, to hear that voice, especially in seasons and times. And the writer talks about it. Amen. He talks about, why art thou cast down, O my soul? And why art thou disquieted or disquieted within me? That means uneasy, a feeling, a man of weariness. And he says, hope in God. So if we seek Him out, it doesn't matter how weary we might be. It doesn't matter how thirsty that we might be. Because as you go on, and, and I'm going to bring some scriptures out. In Psalms 42, 1 and 2, it says, As a heart panteth after the water brooks, so panteth my soul after the Oh God, I've never been one to be just to come to, to come to church, just to have church, just to come on. Let's just go through the motions and go through a few actions and do a little bit of you tie my tie and I tie your tie and and you know we dance a little bit. Say all right now, let's go to McDonald's. I'm really not interested in that and never have been, because what you taste the presence of God, what you've been introduced to, what it does to you both inwardly and outwardly, Amen. And it's just not when you receive the Holy Ghost. But I'm talking about visitation since I got the Holy Ghost. I'm talking about encounters since that time. When I felt like, amen, anybody could whip me. When I felt like it would take much of a bump in the road, I'd stumble over it. But after the visitation, after seeking God and finding Him, man, all of a sudden I felt like I could swing over hell on a wet noodle. I felt like I could take on any bear, any grizzly with a toothpick. Because there's something about the divine presence. Presence of God. But you got to want it. 
you've got to have a hunger for it. You've got to have a passion for it. And you and I, it doesn't matter how old we become. It doesn't matter how crippled we become. It doesn't matter how handicapped we become. We can use excuses, well, that's just not my makeup. And one excuse after another. And I don't really feel up to it. I'm going to tell you something. Your flesh will rob you of many a times. Your carnality will overpower you of many a times. But I'm telling you, you come in this house and get your mind made up. I believe God's helping us. Hallelujah. I believe there's some spirits that rose up against this church. And there's a certain spirit of laziness that's got a hold of us. And we're not really sometimes to push through, through the crowd. And we're not willing. And Brother Ford doesn't mention it. He didn't have a clue what I was going to preach on tonight. But that little lady with the issue of blood, she had to seek him out. Oh, she had heard of him. But she had to seek him out in the crowd. And with a body that would have been sick for 12 years. And, and she'd done her a note. You talk about somebody that could have been depressed. You talk about somebody could have been downhearted but she made up in her mind and spirit I'm fixing to seek him out I'm fixing to touch the hem of his garment I don't care how many times they step on my hands I don't care how many times they push me back through somehow through this journey I'm going to touch him I'm going to seek and find him I'm going to get a hold of him before I leave this house she had her mind made up and so the psalmist writes unto us, and he likens this, amen, unto the heart that panteth after the wadi brooks. So panteth my soul after thee, O God. My soul, that inward part of who I am and what I am that's going to live forever that's going to live out into the eternity somewhere amen that inward being of me it's going to seek you out God hey I don't like to have dead prayer services I don't like to come here even when I'm all by myself amen and feel like it doesn't go anywhere I'd much rather come here amen and get to rolling in this carpet running around in this building jumping up and down speaking in tongues and feel the glory cloud in this house and the power of God than anything else in the world I'm telling you I don't believe drugs can do what the Holy Ghost can do I don't believe alcohol can do what the Holy Ghost can do I don't believe winning a million dollars can do what the Holy Ghost can do I don't believe getting the, the, the most perfect suitable helpmate can do what the Holy Ghost can do I don't believe a position or money or anything else can do what the Holy Ghost can do I don't think the world or the devil's got anything that can compare to the Holy Ghost you think I'm going to walk in this house dead in a Praise and down and out and don't hunger and thirst for a movie. I beg the difference with you. No. I want to seek him out. I want to know him. I want to know his will. I pray, I pray often. God, you help us get in the vein of the Holy Ghost tonight. You help us get in the vein of the Holy Ghost tonight. Because that's the most important thing. We may sing out of tune. We may stumble and blunder over words preaching. But if we can get in the vein of the Holy Ghost. You'll watch these little babies right here. 
You watch these little children right here. You get the pouring out of the Holy Ghost in this house. They'll start creeping up the sides. They'll start coming around up here. They'll start wanting to dance and shout. There's a liberty that fills the house, honey. There's a liberty in the power of the Holy Ghost. You get those. Amen. It's backwards a little bit. Then all of a sudden, they want to start to get involved. All of a sudden, they want to start encountering something. There's something about the Spirit of God and the power of it that draws us, that pulls us. That's the reason they was attracted to Jesus Christ. Because he was without the measure of the Spirit, honey. Hallelujah. It wasn't his beauty. It wasn't his countenance. It wasn't that he was some Hercules and impressed people with his garments. I'm telling you, it's the Spirit of God, the kingdom that abided in him and flowed out of him. There's something about the power of the Holy Ghost that flows out of our lives. Brother Byron, there's something that flow out of us. It won't be just because of the way we're dressed. It won't be because of the way we're looking. But there's something that will draw out of us that will attract them. That will cause them to come. Why wouldn't a lunatic want to come to him? Nobody else had been able to help him. Nobody else had been able to set him free. All they were trying to do was bind him up. Oh, they was trying to find him a place to lock him away. Get him out of sight and get him out of mind. I said, you know why we build so many hospitals and so many jailhouses? It's because we're not willing to fight against the spiritual realm and seek out God, get the power of God flowing, and drive them spirits out, honey. That's just not disobedient people, honey. That spirits has got a hold of humanity. That spirits has got a hold of individuals and driving them to them places. You ain't gonna like this one. Them same spirits got a hold of some of you. And that's the reason you won't move. That's the reason it'll bother you one bit what this preacher says. Other than aggravating you. I'm just going to tell you tonight. I tell you right now. There's something wrong when the power of God moves in the house and the anointing of God moves in the house and we refuse to respond unto him and we refuse to give him recognition and we refuse, amen, to respond. Hey, God just showed up. The power of God just moved in. And it doesn't matter how tired we are and how tired our feet and our legs feel. You know what? I've been telling you, I'm going to start exercising some. Well, I've done it two or three times. <laughs> I noticed something now. I got up here on that. I got one of them. It's, a, it's not a bicycle. It's one of the things you do like this. My wife actually got it. She didn't like it. She hurt her knees. And so now they got it upstairs. So I had to go upstairs get to it. And then I had to work out. I had to walk downstairs. <laughs> but, but I've noticed something about it. I've noticed something about it. Man, I'd get on in the first two or three minutes. I feel like I'm going to have a heart attack. I ain't kidding you. Man, I feel like my chest is coming out. I said, my goodness. Keep working at it. Reckon about 10 minutes in it. All of a sudden, something else happens. Man, that, that chest quits hurting. Them lungs quit burning. Hey, man, I just keep at it, and all of a sudden, man, about 20 minutes of it. Whoo, ain't bad. We'll tell some of you in the Holy Ghost tonight. If you get past that five minutes of committing yourself and seeking out God, you find a bus through. You find an avenue and a liberty, honey. You find walls come tumbling down. You find doors opening up. You find a dance in their feet like you ain't never danced. Hallelujah. You find a shout in your voice. You find a shout in your heart. You'll get introduced to an energy, honey, that you ain't never been introduced to.
Oh, I got my mind made up. If I can get on a bicycle, stay on it for 20 minutes, hey, I'm going to get my best in the house of God. I'm not going to pay money and go to a gym. Hey, man, and go to a gym and work out and come here and sit down on God. There's some things, honey, you got to seek it out. You got to seek him. I told you. I got it, man. God didn't hide in a, in a cavern somewhere. He didn't climb up in a cave somewhere and put it in a corner. He hadn't intended us to find him. But sometimes you got to seek him out. Sometimes you got to be willing. Push your way through the crowds. Push your way through the weakness. Pull your, push your way through all the naysayers and all of the idle talkers. Amen. And everybody else said, I don't care what it looks like. I don't care if I look like an Indian or Apache. Apache, amen. Ah! Don't make any difference. Amen. I want to move of God in this house. My soul is thirsty for this living God. Amen. To take up residence and to abode. Amen. To flow out of here. Amen. That gives us a strength and an energy. We're in trouble tonight across America. Amen. They don't have much energy. There's weariness. I've noticed in a lot of camp meetings, a lot of other places, listen to a lot of other preachers. Man, there seems to be a lot of weariness no matter where you go. But I'm telling you, there's something about the move of the Holy Ghost. There's something about the refreshing touch of the power of God. There's something about His presence when it comes alive in you. You ever come to the house of God sick? I'm talking about almost throwing up sick. I'm talking about, amen. It wasn't too long ago, a few months ago. Amen. After prayer, I walked by and Brother Ford. I said, hey, if I walk out, you take over. Thank God. I just walked on in anyway. Before it was over with, I preached. God took care of it. I didn't have to go to the bathroom. I didn't have to bust out no doors. I didn't feel none of that. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, man ain't got no medication to do that. Man ain't got a pill that can do that. Man don't have a, 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 a shot they can give me that can do that. But I tell you, God that can do this. Hallelujah. When we make our way, I'm going to tell you something. Something that really got a hold of my heart. Hey, man, how many of you went and heard Brother Kelly Patrick at, at, at Loosedale? Did you hear what he said about his daddy? Man, that got a hold of me. I may have told this already. Anyway, his daddy had an accident. Some form, I can't remember the accident, but something happened to him. He's down in his back and he can't walk. When I say he can't walk, he can't walk at all. But he wouldn't miss church. He wouldn't miss church. So, Brother, Brother Packer said, I was young. said, I was just, he wasn't the only thing was a teenager yet. He said that his wife would get him ready. Said he'd crawl out of his house on his hands and knees. Crawl out of his house and crawl up and, and she'd help and she'd he'd get up in that car. Said she'd pull up to the church. Said a couple of men would come out there and they would help get him out. And then he would crawl out of his car all the way into that church and down the aisle he'd crawl on his hands and feet. I'm not trying to be ugly here. But I'm telling you, if we're not careful, if we're not really caring about coming to the house of God, it don't take much of an ache and we'll stay home. We'll act, in fact, we'll prophesy about it and won't show up. Hallelujah. But you know what? I got my mind made up tonight. God's still not over performing miracles and wonders and signs. Hallelujah. God's still in the business, amen, of reviving us and strengthening us and guiding us. God's still in the business. Baby, if he formed us in the womb, he don't have any problem whatsoever healing our bodies. 
He don't have any problem killing our minds either. He don't have any problem killing our hearts either. He's not living in none of the areas. But here's the deal. You and I got to get our minds made up. I'm going to seek him out. Whatever it's going to take, God. I'm going to seek him out. Ever you lost something? That little, that little woman lost a coin. But she wasn't going to give up. The Bible don't tell us which one of the ten. It didn't make any difference. It didn't matter which one of the ten. But the Bible says she begins to get a candle and light it. Maybe she looked the first time. You ever done that? <laughs> Went and looked for something. <laughs> That's where them cell phones come in so good. Man, and you get that cell phone out and get that flashlight part and that light on it. <laughs> Man, I can see this a little better now. And I, you'd be shocked how many times I'm looking for something. And it's there all the time. But my eyesight's not as well as you. But if I can get the light on. And when I get that light on it, there it is. It was sticking out the whole time. There was in the wide open. But I had to get the light on it. And that, you know what? Who's the light? And you know what? If there's ever been a generation that needs to seek out the true light. And individually tonight, we, some of us need to seek out the light. We don't need to be afraid of the light. We need to seek it out. And whatever that light reveals in our lives, hallelujah, we're willing to lay it aside. We're willing to cast it to a side. We're willing to get to that place of saying, here it is, God. Amen. Because I'm seeking you out. I'm your vessel. I've been bought with your price. I'm sealed with your spirit. I'm about your kingdom. It ain't about me any longer. It's about you. It's about your name. It's about revival. It's about overcoming the devil. It's about seeing with the revival that God wants to give us in Bendale, Mississippi. <laughs> so we got to be willing. You and I have got to be willing to seek this thing out. So let me give you just a few scriptures here tonight that are tie in with this. One of the things you and I have to do, oh God, in Psalm 63, 1 and 2. Oh God, thou art my God. Early will I seek thee. My soul thirsteth for thee. My flesh longeth for thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is. But God can show up. But God can show up. I'm going I'm to do it early. We got some juniors going to camp next week. And I'm going to be honest with you. My preference is they get the Holy Ghost here. I'm going to pray to get it over there. But I'm going to pray to get the real thing. They don't just get caught up in some hype. We can say what we want to. And I don't blame them. When you get one and two and three hundred kids and they all going up, you ain't going to sit back there. You're going to get up there. And when your little buddy's jumping, you're going to jump. <laughs> when they're running, you're going to run. But that don't mean God can't move. That don't mean God can't fill them up with the Holy Ghost. But I want to tell you something. They've got to have the Holy Ghost regardless if they get in the camp or get it here. they got to have the Holy Ghost. There's ever been an opportunity, amen, we need to nail it into their hearts. I heard Rosalie tell her mom and daddy today, I need the Holy Ghost. And we're all in full agreement. She needs the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. More than one way. She needs the Holy Ghost. I want that to become a part of her vocabulary. I want that to become a part of her thoughts and her mind. Because you just never know what God's shaping there. That somebody 
God had to plant the seed. I tell you, nothing's going to come up if you don't plant a seed, honey. You got to seek out God to plant a seed. If all you got is negative and down and out, the church is in, the church is that, honey, then guess what you're going to raise up in your family? Boy, I'll stop right there, didn't I? Well, that tree needs to be plucked up. That tree needs to be pulled up. That tree needs to be cast out. And you need to replant a brand new tree. Ain't nothing like an apostolic church. There ain't nothing like a Holy Ghost filled church. There ain't nothing like a Jesus name church. If you don't like this church, then go down the road. Go to a deadbeat place if you want to. I don't mean that other I'm going to seek about. I'm going to seek for the breath of God. I'm going to seek for a move of the Holy Ghost. I'm going to seek for the divine touch of Jesus in our lives. I'm going to thirst after him. We're going to hunger after him. We're going to have a passion that will drive us. And so the psalmist helps us to understand. Early will I seek thee. First Chronicles 16, 11 says, Seek the Lord and... His strength. Seek his face continually. Understand something. You and I in this life is never going to arrive into the place that we quit seeking. If you're one of those type of people that's got goals and you just, you know, you, you know seek goals and then you kind of. I believe this happens to us sometimes. I believe we get allowed some good moves of God come in this house. If we're not careful, we're, the next day we'll kind of kick back. <laughs> Man, I danced and shouted for an hour last night, spoke in tongues. Man, I tell you, I felt God like I ain't felt him in six months. And God nudges to pray. I'm going say, well, I done was good last night, you know what And if you're not careful... The day will go by and you won't pray. And the day will go by and the next day and you won't pray. And you'll walk back in here Wednesday night. And you'll find your place and find it on the, in the chair. <laughs> and you find it a little hard to lift your hands. And you find it a little hard to put a smile on. In fact, there'll be a struggle between your flesh and going to the house of God or not. Hallelujah. If you're not careful, you won't show up for prayer time. Amen. Because you know why? Because you got to be thirsty and you got to be hungry and you got to be willing to seek Him. I'm going to tell you something. That 30 minutes of seeking Him out there is going to make all the difference in here of the outcome of God. The commitment and dedication we make out there in seeking God. And I thank God for every one of you that's faithful and that's coming. But you know what? I'm going to tell you something. Hallelujah. I've never seen anybody blessed. <laughs> Amen. Being splashed off from, some, from somebody else. Anybody ever like to play ball? I played ball with some of you. Now, you, you're just not telling the truth. <laughs> You know, it ain't a sin to play ball. We just don't believe in organized sports and go to those devils and those arenas and on Sundays and all that other junk. Anybody like to play ball? You like to be the one who just sits in the pew and just sits in the bleachers and watch everybody else and cheer and go on? No doubt. I want on the court. I want to be the one that's screaming about. I want to be the 
one that's involved in some action. I want to be the one that's blocking that big guy they thought was so good. Amen. I want him to steal the ball from him. Go down that court, slam the same. There you go, Bubba, in your face. That's the same attitude some of you need to get when you come to the house of God. Devil, I'm going to show you the God that I serve, the God that I hunger after, the God I thirst after. I'm going to love you with everything I've got. I'm going to worship with everything I've got. And you know what? He's going to show up. And when God shows up, I'll tell you that the devil has to pick up camp and leave. Oh, a preacher. Uh, man, I've had a bad day. The devil's been on my back. <laughs> the devil's done this and the devil's done that. That devil's got me thrown into a dungeon. That devil's got my feet just shackled down. That devil's got my hands shackled down. But he don't have your tongue shackled. Come on, Paul and Silas. They done everything they could to take the praise out of them. They done everything they could to shut them down. But you couldn't stop that tongue from praying. You couldn't stop that tongue from singing. And it's just something about this God. When you hunger and thirst for him, even in the midnight hour, it's suffering the pain of agony. Amen. It's in your body. And when he shows up, and when he walks in the room, I'm telling you, amen, priests start opening up. Not just yours, but your neighbor can feel the deliverance. Your neighbor can feel the hand of God. Hallelujah. But I don't want to depend on the splashes off of somebody else. I mean, you like to work with that guy that kind of, you know, well, always got to go to the bathroom. Always got to have a smoke break. Always got to go here. You put in eight hours of work and you've done seven and they've done an hour. End of the day, the dogs come through some man. Y'all have done an awesome job. And you want to so bad, y'all. Wouldn't know y'all. Amen. I'm the one that bowed up and I'm the one that got it done because you wanted it done. Your buddy right there, amen. It's just a splash off. Hallelujah. I'm not interested in anybody that just wants to splash off in Bendel, Mississippi. All of them can go somewhere else. Amen. I want everybody who wants to have their own cup full. I want everybody who wants to have a cup full, not just a cup full, but running over. Because you want others to walk in this place, then we got to get our cups filled. And when you seek Him and hunger and thirst after Him, God don't have any problem, even in the desert. Amen. To sing to them wells, spring up, oh well. Even in the desert, when nobody else can get a drink, when nobody else can get a touch, when nobody else can get a move of God. Are you hearing me tonight? It don't matter where we are geographically, even in the spirit or in the world. When you seek after Him with all of your heart, the day you seek after Him, the Bible says you gotta find Him. This gotta show up. And he'll refresh us. And he'll lift us up. And he'll do a work in our hearts. Why do you think we love to come to church? Man, the world looks at us and thinks we're crazy. Until they get here. Until they get here. When you begin to seek after him, I'm going to tell you something. The more you drink of this. Well, I'm fixing to go somewhere with this and now. The more you drink of this. Things quit bothering you. Sound don't bother you. It won't be too high and it won't be too low. Air conditioning won't bother you. It won't be too hot and it won't be too cool. That crying baby won't bother you. 
You don't even know she's in the house. Or he's in the house. Amen. That across the way over there that was giving you the little eyes before service started. All of a sudden, all that's wiped out. Hello, you ain't worried about who's dancing, who's not dancing. You ain't worried about who's drinking, who's not drinking. You ain't worried about who's seeking, who's not seeking. You didn't come, amen, to be a judge. You came to be a participator. You came to get involved. You came to seek and to find the glory of God, the power thereof, to saturate these old earthly bodies and rejuvenate them and bless them and heal them. Did you know the Bible said he's our preserver? What would you rather be, pickled or preserved? Preserved. Young man, if I was you, I'd start praying now. God preserve my body. God can keep you from some things. Might strike others down. But because you were faithful and you believed it and you asked him for the right reason. Now here's the reason why you ask him. Not that you can make the next million, but that you can come to the house of God. And that you can get in these altars and work in the kingdom of God. And if you'll preserve these bodies, God, I'm willing to get up here in these altars. I'm willing to pray with them. I'm willing to cry with them. I'm willing to roll in the carpet with them. Hallelujah. It don't matter how bad their breath might be. It don't matter how bad they sink. It don't matter who they are. None of that notes make any difference. Because when you get to drink them from this well, all of that seems to lose its pull and power in our hearts. All that matters, we want the glory cloud to move. All that matters, we want the power of God to move in this house. Because our souls are thirsty for it. We've got to have the visitation. But neither do we want to miss the visitation. He talked about that earlier tonight. Oh, God, don't help us be like they were when he visited Jerusalem. We wouldn't miss the visitation of God even on this Sunday night. I got three pages. I probably won't make it to all of them. Aphania 2 and 2 and 3. Before the decree bring forth. Listen to this one. Before the decree brings forth. Before the day pass as the shaft. Before the fierce anger of the Lord come upon you. Before the day of the Lord's anger come upon you. Seek ye the Lord. For all ye meek of the earth. Which have wrought in judgment. Seek righteousness. Seek meekness. It may be he shall be hid. In the day of the Lord's anger. If you seek the right things now. I'm telling you there's some judgments. There's some angers that God's going to pour out on this nation. And upon this world. That you know what? Because you sought him. In the day that you should have sought him. And you sought him until you found him. All of a sudden he can hide you. All of a sudden, he can protect you. And it's all about seeking him, searching the scriptures and reading them. One of the greatest desires I have in my heart is to know this Bible from cover to cover. To be able, God, to, 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 to uh, uh, memorize it. Become more apt, God, to preach it and to teach it. Become more apt, God, out there in the highways and the byways. Not with an ugly spirit. Not with a smart addict spirit. But with the love of God, the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Inform the 
those that's ignorantly worshiping him that don't have I don't have a clue it's never been instructed that don't know anything about Pentecost that don't know anything about the Holy Ghost that don't know anything about Jesus saying baptism it's never been forgiven to them could it be that God's brought them our way and brought them by our will and because we have sought him and sought the face of God even there for every day I want to seek him for every day not just occasionally not just a hit and miss but God help me seek you every day to walk in the powers of your comfort and the powers of your love because you never know when you may get a visitation and an opportunity to win a soul that may be a Paul or Peter or Mary you never know who it might be and God wanted to use you to be a blessing to be a help to win them I'm going to bypass a few Jeremiah 3 and 14. Turn, O backsliding children, saith the Lord, for I am married unto you. I will take you, one of a city or two of a family. Are, are you hearing what he's saying? That old backslider may be the only one out of the city that begins to seek him. But the Lord's saying, I'll take you. If you're the only one in the city, I'll take you. If you're the only two in the family, I'll take you. If you'll seek me, if you cry out to me, I'm going to show up. <laughs> Jeremiah again, 29, 11. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give an expected end. Then shall he call upon me, and he shall go and pray unto me. And I will hearken unto you. And he shall seek me and find me when he shall search for me with all of your heart. I'm going to tell you something. When you sell out to find him, when you sell out with all of your heart, this God is not hard to find. You hear me? Look at all the creation itself that's got a voice that's telling us there is a God. There is a creator. There's an architect out there. There's a mighty, mighty force out there. It's a voice that rings out to us day and night. Hallelujah. To know him. To have experience with him. Amen. And we're going to drop down. Go to Ezra of 7 and 9. Hallelujah. Because here are some places. Now, I'm sorry. Back up. Let's back up a little bit. Second. First Chronicles 28 and 9. And, and thou, Solomon, my son, David's talking to him. Know thou the God of thy father and serve him with a perfect heart and with a willing mind. For the Lord searches all hearts and understandeth all the imaginations of the thoughts. If thou seek him, he will be found of thee. But if thou forsake him, he will cast thee off forever. I will tell you something. You got one or two choices. You can either seek him or forsake him. And there's no in between, honey. There's no balance in this thing. There's no in and out. You and I have got to make up in our minds. We're going to seek you out, God. In every direction, in every doctrine, in every purpose that you want to fulfill in our lives. Because if we forsake to, amen, to seek you, God, then you're going to cast us out. And there's going to become a permanent cast out one day. And I promise you, none of us wants to be a part of that casting out. Amen. Hallelujah. Second Chronicles 19 and 3 says, Nevertheless, there is a good thing I found in thee. Talking about Jehoshaphat. In that thou hast taken away the groves out of the land. And watch this. And has prepared thy heart to 
to seek God. There's something about preparing the heart. There's got to be a desire and a passion. I'm going to tell you something. If you don't have one, you can pray for one. You begin to call on God. God, put a will in me. Put a passion in me. Put a hunger in me. Put something inside of me that when I walk in that house of God, I'd be seeking after you. I would let nothing hold me back. I would let nobody's attitudes or spirit. I would let the devil, amen, nothing, amen. If I didn't have the Holy Ghost in this house tonight, I'd begin to say, God, help me to hunger and thirst after the Holy Ghost. And let me seek after everything I've got, God. Every time there's a service, every time there's an opportunity, every day you give me God, I'd be crying out and seeking you. This is the way you get the attention of God. This is the way you get the power and authority of God. We get to work on these earthen vessels that molds them and shapes them. Amen. To God, he can use us. Second Chronicles 12 and 14. And he did evil. Watch what is said about Rehoboam. And he, di- he did evil because he prepared not his heart to seek the Lord. You're never going to get old enough in the church and in life that you never reach a place that you don't have to seek God. In fact, when you quit seeking him, you're going to start drifting back. And old spirits, old habits, old trees are going to start sprouting up. Things that you, you wouldn't say, things you wouldn't do. Oh, I'm treading on some waters here, but I'm still right. Still right. I want to seek him. As long as I've got a right mind. As long as I've got the heart to do it. And i got the strength to do it. I want to be like that preacher. Brother Kelly's dad. Service after service. They brought him in and put him on an army cot. And he laid over here. All of a certain sudden one service one night. Said this elderly prayer warrior sister come, come down the aisle. Dancing, speaking in tongues. Said she spun her come, come right to him and, and told her, said, Pastor, I said, get up in Jesus' name. Or walk in Jesus' name. Brother Kelly Packer said his daddy just kind of looked at her. And said she kind of done around there a few minutes and done around. She spun back around and said, Pastor, I said in Jesus' name, walk or get up. I think she's telling him, get up. And said he still just kind of just, just laid there and just kind of looked at her. Said about the third time she spun around there. Said took him by the hand. Said pastor I said in Jesus name get up and took him by the hand. And when she pulled on him he shot up out of that cot. He spun around and danced across that. I'm telling you the man he could not walk. Man he didn't go to a chiropractor. He didn't go to a doctor. He didn't go no other place. But he still kept seeking out God at the house of God. And there's a prayer warrior that sought God. And because these two vessels sought God. They got a miracle from the God of Almighty. We're not careful. We've led the spirit that's got all of this nation. At one time, this nation wanted to do what we can do for the nation. But now we're raising a generation what the nation can do for us at no cost. Life of ease, life of not forced, not mandated. There's no such plan in the church for that. There's not a retirement program for the church. 
some of you are not like that. I don't believe I can do enough for God that earned me the rights of one of these chairs. Get my name put on it. Nobody else better not sit in it. I don't care if 3,000 come. I don't really place where, man, I'm the one. I've been there. I've done all that. I used to run. I used to dance. I used to shout. I used to speak in tongues. I used to, I used to. Here's how I feel about that. If you're not going to do it, don't say a word about anybody else that's doing it. How they doing it and how they going about doing it and your opinion about them. You disqualified yourself when you're unwilling to participate and seeking out God. Don't you just love it when somebody sends you to get something? And you're doing your best to find it. All they're doing is screaming, holler, look over here, look over there, look over yonder. You know what you want to say. Well, you know where it's at. Come and get it. <laughs> I'm telling you, every time we walk in this house, now there's sometimes God's going to be here when we show up. But there's going to be a lot of the times, amen, when we walk in this house, if we're going to have a move of God, it's because we sought it out. It's because we purpose in our hearts and minds and spirits that we're going to have a move of God in this house. Because I'm telling you, the spirits of the world, carnality and the devil that wars against us on a regular basis. Hey, man, if we're not careful, always rob us. But we're going to walk in this house because we want a divine visitation of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. I want our neighbors, amen, to hear us getting with it. I want them to complain. I wish that bunch wouldn't party so much. Man, that music's so loud. Oh, I'm sorry. I believe the Bible says something about the loud sounding cymbals. I mean, if we're just going to fake it, you know. It's like Paul's talking about boxing against the air, buddy. I can be the world champion in my, my ring. I can be the world champion as long as I'm controlling the shots. Man, I just weave around him, buddy. Pop, pop. Oh, man, I got him. I got him. Boom, man, I got him. Oh. God's looking for somebody that's willing to seek him out. Not when it's easy. Not when it's convenient. I don't want everybody coming in behind us. You know, it's kind of like seeking out to do something. You ever been there? Sure, surely not. Hey, man, if you've ever been there, you're trying to figure something out, and you get it worked out, and you've done this, and you've done that, and four or five people come in behind you. Well, you ought to have done this, and you ought to have done that. And I want to tell them you ought to have been here yesterday and help us done it. It's a whole lot easier to see this now from where we's at. But when you're back here, honey, and you don't have all this laid out and you can't see all that, you start a little harder to do it. Hey, man, it's kind of when you're standing on this side of the Red Sea with Moses, amen, and the Pharisees is coming down your, your pipe, amen. Oh, the, 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 the Egyptians coming down, not the Pharisees. The Egyptians coming down, and the, the chariots and the mighty army. Hey, man, it's an easy thing. Said, well, oh, God, it's going to be all right, folks. I don't know what it's going to be. But no, but God... 
got a hold of Moses. He said, stand still. Watch the salvation of the Lord. And we'll tell you, we got a God that'll work for us. But watch him. Somebody had to seek him out. I tell you what Moses could have done. Come on, guys. Everybody get your flag now. I don't know what we're going to do. Here's the Red Sea. I thought I knew the will of God and the voice of God. I don't know what we're going to do now. Man, we're in trouble. I tell you what, everybody get your flag. and We'll just go out here and see, see what we're going to We're going to surrender. We're going to give up. Let's don't put nothing. Let's don't seek it out. Got to tell you, another spirit's getting a hold of us. we have good church good if we don't good really don't matter I'm saved but you better better listen to what that book's telling us if I lose a passion to see souls born and see a move of God I have probably put my own soul in jeopardy tonight Probably put myself in a place to being lost and undone, uncaring. But there's got to be something in us that keeps on seeking God. Regardless of how many victories we get, regardless of how many mountains we climb, there's got to be that that keeps pulling at us and drawing at us. Paul put it this way, talking about reaching for the mark, reaching for that place. It didn't matter how many revivals he's had, how many churches he had started, how many devils he saw cast out. It didn't matter how many victories he saw. He kept, he knew, he knew there was a mark, there was a place, and it wasn't in this life. But as you keep seeking God and the, the power of God and the love of God to keep it fresh in our lives, fresh in our hearts, let's keep it burning, church. Let's keep those flames burning. Let's keep that seeking power. So early. We, we, we've learned tonight to seek him while, it, while, we, while it's early. Let's, let's, let's prepare our hearts to seek God. Let's prepare these babies' hearts to seek God. To call on the Lord. To call on the Holy Ghost. Amen. Not to be ashamed. Amen. To talk about speaking in tongues. Not to be ashamed or hesitant about being baptized in Jesus' name. I know sometimes they may get you in trouble. Because they'll tell some of them loved ones. I mean, they're just little bitty guys. And sometimes they don't put a lot of, you know, they ain't worried about telling somebody. This is how they've been raised. Amen. I mean, they're they just going to say it. Hallelujah. You know, they're going to say, you know, it's kind of like some backsliders that may come around. And all of a sudden, they're wearing pants and never wore pants. And, and that little darling, that's all they ever seen them. They want to know, hey, what you doing wearing pants? You go to hell wearing pants. I'd rather them say that, though, sometimes. I'll be honest with you now. Because if we're not careful, we keep compromising with everybody. Keep justifying, and we keep. I'm trying to get through here, y'all. Y'all thought I was tired. I did, too. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> no doubt. It's waking up. I think my legs feel pretty good right now. I have to admit. Hallelujah. Watch what Ezra leaves with us. Upon the first day of the first month began he to go up from Babylon. 
And on the first day of the fifth month came he to Jerusalem. According to the good hand of his God upon him. For listen to the tenth verse. For Ezra had prepared his heart to seek the law of the Lord. One of the best things you can do and plant into these little fellers' hearts. These little guys, even right here, struggling to stay awake and stay with us. But we're going to keep working with them. We'll keep moving them and shaking them and saying, hey, this is where it's happening at. This is where, this is where life is at. This is where the Don't listen to that junk out China. Don't listen to all that, that junk is pulling you. This is the best life you can live. It's not a more exciting life than you can live. And put a passion in them to read that Bible. Put a passion in them to search out the scriptures. Search out the word of God. To know what it's saying. Why else, what does this mean? Search those scriptures. And you'll start seeking God at an early age. I'm telling you, God can fashion and shape some of you. Amen. To be some of the greatest soul winners and light bearers in this community. You can be, amen, the pillars in this community. You can be vessels in this house, amen, that can help those that's lost and undone because you'll, you'll have the scriptures in your heart. You'll have the anointing of the favor of God upon them. Why? Because you sought after him. Ezra prepared his heart while he was in Babylon, honey, while he was in bondage, while he was in a place that it wasn't, nobody really would care. But thank God for a handful, amen, even in Babylon. They was going to serve their God and make preparation because they knew God was going to get them out of there. Anybody believe in the, in the rapture? Anybody believe in the catching away? We're making preparation, folks, to leave this place. Lord, look down from heaven. Psalms 14 and 2. Y'all, y'all you can come to the music. I'm, I'm on the third page, and we'll, we'll see. Psalms 14 and 2. The Lord looked down from heaven upon the children of men to see if there were any. That did understand and seek God. Look at them last three words. Who was looking? Lord, look down from heaven. Did you know he's looking down tonight? <laughs> he's looking down and he said, is anyone seeking me? Anybody want to know what I've got to say? Anybody want to f- find me? <laughs> 27 to 7. Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice. Have mercy also upon me and answer me. When thou saidest, seek ye my face. My heart said unto thee, thy face, Lord, will I seek. (laughs) Prepare my heart, God. Put a hunger in me. Put a passion in me. Put a drive in me to want to seek you. To want to know you. Don't have fellowship with you. Someone get a hold of me. It may, it may even wake me up at the night time. Amen. To go and spend a little time in prayer. Spend a little time. Amen. Maybe listen to the word of God or reading the word of God. I want to seek you, God, because you're looking. You're seeking for somebody. Amen. Because you know what happens? Psalms 105 and 3 and 4 says, in the latter part of that third verse says, And let the heart of them rejoice that seek the Lord. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face evermore. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, this God, amen, is worth looking for. Seeking for and reaching out for. Isaiah 
Isaiah 55 and 6 says, Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call ye upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thought. Let him return unto the Lord and he will have mercy upon him. To our God for he will what? Abundantly pardon us. You've got to seek the Lord. You've got to hunger after him. You've got to thirst after him. Psalm 63 and 1 says, Oh God, thou art my God. We done said that one. We're going to move from that one. Matthew, go back to our key verse now. Hallelujah. He shall be given to who what? He is seek him. Hallelujah. And he shall find it. Knock and it shall be opened for everyone. Everyone that seeketh him. Everyone that puts forth that effort. Everybody's effort don't have to be the same. Everybody's energy don't have to be the same. But I'm here to tell you tonight. You've got enough energy to get on your feet. That's what you ought to do. You've got enough energy to raise your hands. And that's what you ought to do. You've got enough energy God, to put anything in. Then that's what you ought to do. Because if everybody in the house would seek him. Hallelujah. What they got. It'll be more than enough. To move the God of glory in this house. With his miraculous touch. And his miraculous power. To baptize us with the Holy Ghost. To baptize us with miracles and wonders. And stuff. But I'm here to tell you again tonight. Everybody's got to be on board. And everybody's got to be involved. And if you'll do what you can. God will take care of the rest. They're coming to sing tonight. Why don't you and I just kind of make our way up. Let's seek him a little while here tonight. Seek his heartbeat, his voice, his purpose. Let's, let's ask God if, if by any chance, and that may not be the case, and I pray it's not. If you've lost any desire to seek him, that God would renew it tonight. Refresh it. Regardless of how old we are, how young we are tonight, we come with a passion. We come with a hunger and a thirst. Amen. To feel those old chill bumps. To feel that old glory. Hallelujah. Settling down upon us here tonight. Feeling that old glory. Hallelujah. Rising up in our hearts and rising up in our minds. Feeling that old glory saturating us. Hallelujah. Liberating us. Delivering us. Putting, amen, a touch and a visitation in our hearts here tonight. Hallelujah. Maybe there needs to be a passion in us. God, I want to do what's right. I want a revelation. If you'll seek after him, I'll tell you this, God, to show up in this house tonight. Lord bless these singers God bless them
I wanna see 
Ask and knock. You'll find it'll be given and it'll be opened up. 
Thank you, Pastor Morgan. Thank you, Jesus. What a perfect song. What's your hunger level tonight? What's mine? Brother Ford's ended with that hunger level. Brother Nathan Buford stepped to, to me a while ago and said he had made mention just before I started preaching, talking about our hunger. If we just get our hunger, get our drive, a passion about us, seek out God, His purpose, His touch, His will. Let's, let's do this, folks. Let's let this be a launching pad maybe tonight. I'm going to do better. And it's not just going to be words. I'm going to put it to action. Amen. God bless you tonight. You may be seated. Appreciate each one of you and your response and faithfulness to the house of the Lord tonight. Just don't forget, Junior Camp will be leaving in the morning. Brother Ferguson, y'all leave it at 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock in the morning. Be headed back to Louisiana. Praise God. <laughs> Amen. So, please, uh, we'll rush through this. And so... We can get back and have a little fellowship, let you get home, get ready, get packed. Uh, no doubt it's going to be a great time, an awesome time. And so let's pray for our, our, our juniors. God, give them a safe trip there and back. And not just ours, but all of them. All that's coming, they'll be coming out of Texas, Arkansas, Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana. Uh, there's a, quite a few that will be coming. And so let's pray for them, pray for all the counselors. Uh, it seems like somebody made mention to me there would be 60 moms there. Let's pray for those moms. Hallelujah. Praise God. Boy, it would be something the kids do good and got to, had to go in there and break up the moms, you know. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> so, but anyway, let's, let's pray God be with them. All right. Birthdays, birthdays. Last week and this week. Two weeks of them. Okay. All right. <laughs> Do we get them all up there? Okay. Is that that's okay, isn't it? <laughs> all right, we got them. Let's sing. That's right. Let's give them all a good hand tonight. Thank God for birthdays. Birthdays. Appreciate. Thank God for it. No anniversaries. 
Oh, yeah. Brother Randy, Sister David Burnham, Brother Troy, and Sister Becky Ford. All right. Hallelujah. Do what? Let me ask Brother Ford and Brother Burnham if they'll find out. Uh, they, they got to put up with us. They had the pleasure of putting up with us. Brother Brad saying that's one. <laughs> Hey, here we go. I think we'll just sing here. Sing to them and be done. How about that? Right, let's give my hand tonight. God bless you tonight. Why don't we stand and ask the Lord to bless the fellowship and food tonight. Lord, we love you and appreciate you. So thankful for your goodness, grace, the power, the presence of the Lord that's been in this house, the lives that you have ministered unto. God, we ask you to the remainder of this service to be blessed with your presence. You'd bless the fellowship, the food, to the nourishing of our bodies. In Jesus' name we pray. God bless you. Appreciate you. If you still want to give toward Tupelo, we still, um, I don't think we've sent it Yes, We haven't sent it, so the opportunity is still there. We raised a little over $1,800. So if somebody would like to help give, Tupelo Mansion, okay? God bless you.